Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Big Sky Breakdown, SkylineSportsMT.com. Coming to you on a midsummer uh, evening here in August. Appreciate you for listening. Uh, Coulter Nuanas, we do these by-the-numbers podcasts, I don't know, usually a couple times per year with both uh, Montana State and Montana. We'll be talking Bobcats today. So this is just quick hitters about each and every guy on the roster right now as we're sort of in the heart of fall camp, uh, less than two weeks away from the season opener. Uh, season openers, I should say, across college football. Uh, so I'm going to try to make these as brief and concise as possible. As I first start rolling on this right now, I got about 30 minutes before I got to go cook the steaks. So we'll see how much we can get in in that 30 minutes and uh, try to keep these under an hour on each side. So um, before we get to that, though, just some stuff to promo. We will be joined starting here in, about, I think, two weeks for another season. Ty Gregorak, our lead analyst when it comes to Big Sky Conference football at Skyline Sports. So really excited for that. We also got uh, most of our crew coming back. Tom Stuber will be helping out with a bunch of writing on the Bobcat side. Andrew Houghton will be helping out with a bunch of writing on the Grizz side. Myself, Brooks Nuanas, will be doing a lot of enterprising stuff and a lot of podcasts uh, on both the Cats and the Grizz side of things. And... uh, we also got Blake Hempstead coming back to shoot photos on both sides as well. And uh, some other more more periodic uh, contributors as well. So check out all that content coming your way, SkylineSportsMT.com. Also, I printed a couple bios uh, from the Montana Football Hall of Fame. We'll have a couple more that I'll print as well throughout the next uh, couple weeks. Mike Person, a nine-year NFL veteran. Uh, he was one of our inductees into the Montana Football Hall of Fame. Uh, Glendive Montana product and a Montana State alum, as was Colt Anderson, uh, the University of Montana great, who then also played nine years in the NFL. Uh, these two guys, peers of mine, guys I've known for a long time, all the way back to our college days. I'm only uh, I'm a year younger than Colt and only a couple years older than Mike, so um, certainly knew about those guys growing up in Montana. I uh, played against Colt in a lot of sports, so fun uh, bio in those guys. So go check those out. I think they're uh, evergreen stories that I think people from across, uh, I, I guess any college football fan with an affinity for, for Montana and Montanans, I think you'd enjoy it. The Big Sky Breakdown presented in part by Blackfoot Communications. Blackfoot Communications has been building fiber networking all over Montana and Idaho. If you want to see how they can help you with fiber at your business or your home or both, just visit goblackfoot.com. Bobcats by the numbers. Uh, number zero for the Cats is Javante King. This is actually an extension of a talking point we've had recently on Nuanas Now. I was asking Andrew Houghton about how does Idaho State get better? G- give me something that Idaho State could build upon. And we both kind of agreed that Idaho, the state of Idaho, has good uh, talent. I mean, certainly Big Sky Conference-level talent, very much like Montana does. The problem is that a lot of, of the best players from Idaho, they're get, well, first of all, there's multiple D1 programs to compete with if you're Idaho State. Boise State, which is a heck of a lot more sexy. Idaho, which has a heck of a lot more tradition. Uh, but also, you got to compete with the Montana schools. I, I think it's interesting that the Idaho schools and the Dakota schools don't recruit in Montana but Montana certainly recruits in Idaho, and that Javante King's that sort of story. I reference that because he's a freshman from Blackfoot, Idaho. But uh, I mean, Blackfoot's right up the road from Pocatello. That's the type of kid that Idaho State needs to get 
if they want to get any better. King's a 6'4", 208-pound freshman wide receiver, uh, probably a redshirt candidate this year. Zero defensively is Blake Stillwell. Uh, he's a safety uh, sophomore, played last year at New Mexico Military Institute. Uh, and I think he has to be in the mix there at the free safety spot. Drew Polidor and Titan, Tyson Pottinger, who will get to both those guys in a little bit as well. Uh, but they're the other two main candidates to replace Jeffrey Manning, who was a two-year starter there at free safety for the Bobcats. I don't think you bring in a transfer unless you're you're satisfied with the position. Pottinger certainly got some reps last year as a freshman. But you move Polidor over from corner and you bring in Stillwell as a transfer. I think it's because you want competition at that spot. So uh, certainly one to watch. Marky Johnson's a 5'8", 165-pound junior wide receiver from Montana State, former uh, Sacramento State transfer. Some of the in-town media guys there in Bozeman have been doing a good job asking some fun questions. Uh, so here's the way that works. The, the Montana State, I guess, specifically Coach Vegan, picks the guys that are available to the media each day. And there's a, usually an offensive and a defensive guy. But uh, one argument that's been ongoing is who's the fastest guy on the Cats? And somebody asked Marquis Johnson. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, for sure. I'm the fastest guy, no doubt. E- even Cleveland Thomas gave it up and said he thought Tommy Mallott was the fastest dude. But uh, Marquis Johnson, the All-American kick returner, certainly uh, has a lot of swagger behind that. Certainly, uh, certainly truly believes that. And he's certainly one of the candidates because he's definitely one of the fastest players uh, in the Big Sky Conference. Number one uh, on the defensive side of the ball for Montana State, Andrew Paldrell. He's a 5'10", 164-pound freshman uh, cornerback out of College Park High School in Woodlands, Texas. Uh, Brent Vegan said this is a dude that could play. So uh, if he battles his way up the depth chart and uh, you see him in games, I, I do think the, the corner spots are interesting. They're going to rotate there a lot. Simeon Woodard is certainly a stalwart there on one of the corner spots. But the other spot, Miles Jackson, Devin Davis, uh, John Johnson, the junior college transfer, and maybe Andrew Powderell are certainly uh, all in the mix there. So that's a name to watch. Drew Polidor, number two, he's a safety. Uh, used to be a corner, 6'2", 186 pounds. Former transfer from Air Force, sophomore eligibility-wise. And uh, he was number one on the depth chart at that free safety spot coming uh I guess, into the Sunny Hall and Spring game. And it looks like he's one of the top two right now as well. So uh, his emergence, if he could come of age and, uh, and be a contributor there, uh, that's a talented guy on the field. He, he was going to be in the mix at corner, too. So the fact that he might flip over and, uh, and be the guy there at, at free safety, I think that could be big for the Cats. That free safety, they need him playing center field, roaming all over the place. Polar could tackle pretty well. Uh, but that's secondary to just being able to cover in space at that spot. You're going to get a lot of chances at interceptions and, and uh, pass deflections. So uh, can you make plays on the ball, basically? And as a former corner, you assume he can. Uh, so we'll see what kind of contribution he can make there. Number two on offense, Cleveland Thomas. He's a seventh-year senior, wide receiver, 5'11", 194 pounds. A uh, guy from Miami, Florida, transferred to Montana State before last season from the University of Kentucky. And a guy who got an extra year, and he lost some time last year because of an eligibility issue uh, that wasn't really his fault. It was a clearinghouse uh, slash NCAA violation issue there at Kentucky. So Thomas missed a couple games while his appeal was going through, then he got it and he returned. His main storyline, though, is not only just the the veteran presence he brings, but also the fact that he moved from the inside to the outside. He he was Montana State's starting inside receiver last year, and... uh, now he's playing on the outside, and I think that's uh, I think that gets more good players on the field. Just like with the Drew Polidor shift, I think 
moving Thomas outside gets more elite talent on the field for the Bobcat offense. Number three on offense, Jared White. He's a redshirt freshman, uh, running back 5'10", 200 pounds, out of Frisco, Texas, where the national championship game is held. White is um, really, really talented and, and was in the mix early last year, and then he snapped his leg in the, I think, it was second or third game of the season and missed the rest of the year. So he preserves his red shirt. He should be okay from that injury. Uh, but he's he was a guy that was all of a sudden, boom, the starter in his second or third college game because of all the injuries at tailback for MSU. And then all of a sudden his, his season is over. I think he would have figured in the mix last year. I think he's certainly going to figure in the mix this year. Number four, defensively, John Johnson. He's a uh, six-foot, 171-pound junior cornerback out of El Camino Junior College, uh, Gardena, California, originally. And uh, another spot where Montana State Brown had a transfer, and I think it's because they know they need competition there. Again, he'll be in that competition with Andrew Paldrill, who we already talked about, uh, as well as Miles Jackson and Devin Davis. So uh, I think all four of those guys are probably battling not only for the, the spot opposite Simeon, Simeon Woodard starting, but also probably the, the two spots behind those, because they will rotate. I think Montana State will play three or four corners, depending on who's ready. So that John Johnson's in that mix for sure. Miles Jackson, Jackson Harmon, uh, Devin Davis, Andrew Powdrell, and Sibion Woodard are all in that uh, that competition. So uh, it's like Jeff Cho, former Montana State coach, used to say, having more numbers at that spot gives you more chances to find good players. They used to always bring in four or five corners in every class because, like you'd say, you know, only a couple of the guys are going to hit, but if you bring in five and two hit, then he got two still. That's better than bringing in three and only having one hit. So um, I think I do think Montana State has good talent and could have great talent on the outside there at corner. So we'll see how that all plays out. Blackfoot Communications is excited to announce new voice services for small businesses in Bozeman and Belgrade. Paired with our internet services, business Wi-Fi, and technical support, your business can stay connected to your employees, customers, and communities around the clock. Sign up for services in less than two minutes at goblackfoot.com slash more than voice. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Blackfoot Communications is the official digital sponsor of Bobcat Sports. Big Sky Breakdown, SkylineSportsMT.com. Number four on offense, by the way. Montana State has duplicate numbers all the way up through, let's see, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Yeah, they have uh, duplicate numbers all the way through number 22, basically. Oh, 23 even. 24. Amazing. The duplicate number thing just makes my brain break. But anyways, we digress. Number four on offense is Tommy Mallott. Six foot, 210-pound junior quarterback. Former All-American. Butte America. I mean, what else do you need to know? I, I think that, Tommy, as, as I've said for three years now, ever since he broke in the lineup as a freshman, Tommy Mallott will be as good as Tommy Mallott can be. He's not going to leave anything out there, uh, you know, any stone unturned. He's going to improve at a rapid enough level, or maybe not even rapid, but he's going to improve. He's going to put in the work. So what is his ceiling? I'm not sure, but I think he'll do his best to achieve hitting his ceiling. He's, he's an overachieving kid, and uh, he's, he's a phenomenal athlete. I think he's one of the fastest guys on Montana State. He's certainly tough, strong, and uh, I know there's been much made of his throwing ability or lack thereof, but I think, first of all, he can make most, if not all, the throws they need him to make in this offense pretty darn good. That's how you average 45 points a game. And uh, 
I also think coming off that injury and having a full offseason again of, of healing and uh, strengthening, I think that's going to make a world of difference for Tommy Malott throwing the football. So I, I expect him to have a huge year. I was uh, considering voting him preseason MVP, but I, I don't know if I wanted to go quite there yet. Hayden Hatton certainly deserving the big receiver from Idaho. But, uh, but I think uh, I think Malott has a lot of intangibles that you'd love to have no matter what. And uh, if he can even figure out how to be an above-average thrower, look out. And it uh, wouldn't be surprised me at all if he became a very good thrower now uh, here in his junior year. Number five, offensively, Garrett Kuhn. Former Wyoming Gatorade Player of the Year, a six foot, one hundred ninety five pound running back, sophomore out of Sheridan, Wyoming. Uh, he'll be in the mix certainly. Uh, he sort of rose to be one of the primary guys and then got hurt last year. But I do think that was just sort of the the hex on the MSU running backs group. Everybody got hurt. Everybody got a, a shot because everybody got hurt, and then everybody got hurt. So they kept needing more guys till all of a sudden Marky Johnson's playing running back and they're running the ball twenty five times a game with their quarterbacks. If, if they could even keep half the guys that got touches last year healthy, they'll still have more guys available than they did a year ago. And last year they set the, the school record for rushing yards in a season. So uh, I expect that to continue. Number five defensively, Caden Dowler. He's uh, one of the primary front runners there for the nickel spot. He and number eight, Lavelle Price Jr. So let's just break that one down real quick. Uh, Dowler's six foot, 203 pounds out of Billings West High School, a sophomore. Lavelle Price is a 5'8", 184-pound senior out of St. John Bosco Prep in Los Angeles. Price is certainly uh, the better of the, the cover guys because Price is, is uh, more of a conventional corner. Dowler is more of the sort of in-the-box type guy. He's got the way bigger frame, uh, you know, more of the sort of thumper hybrid, you know, Sam outside linebacker, strong safety type of nickel, whereas, uh, you know, Price Jr. is more like the the third down slot receiver type of nickel. Maybe there's roles for both of them on down and you know just to pace on down and distance situations, or maybe either or improve enough in in the uh, the converse thing that we're talking about here, or, or maybe there's just a healthy rotation. We'll see. That's the number one position battles though for Montana State is the nickel spot, the free safety spot, the corner spot. It's about the secondary. They know who their linebackers are going to be. They know who their defensive linemen are going to be. Uh, they know who pretty much everybody on their offense is going to be, and they're going to rotate at every position, basically, offensively. So I think it just comes down to that secondary. So uh, number six defensively, Miles Jackson, 5'11", 194-pound junior corner out of Central Catholic High School in Portland, Oregon. A guy with a ton of hype coming out of high school. He's shown flashes during the offseason stuff. Uh, if he could put it together, I think he's certainly a, he's always been a talented enough guy to start in the big sky. I think he just has to put it together, stay healthy, all that, uh, but I think I, I've been high on Miles Jackson since he first got to Montana State. So if he was a breakout guy this year, it would not surprise me at all. Number six offensively, Ty McCullough, 6'1", 181 pound junior wide receiver, transfer from Colorado State, originally from Moreno Valley, California. He is uh, the younger brother of Andre McCullough, who was a, a great receiver at Rocky Mountain College. McCullough started his career, I th- Andre did, I think, at Fresno State. And it ended up transferring to Rocky, where he played for Brian Armstrong when the uh, former MSU offensive line coach was the head coach there at Rocky. So I actually remember doing a Frontier Conference magazine called Hometown Pride, where I wrote about Andre McCullough. So I knew a little bit about Ty's background. The, the, the storyline right now in camp is that Ty McCullough is the fastest player on the team and that he's an element of speed, Brent Vegan said, that Montana State has not had. If that's true, if he's truly faster than Travis Johnson and Kevin Cassis and Lance McCutcheon 
all three guys who went to the NFL, then McCullough is real deal fast, and that, that could be a game changer for uh, MSU's offense. Another guy who I think could be a game changer is Laniata Alexander Jr. He goes by Junior Alexander. He's a 6'3", 202-pounder, uh, a sophomore out of Auburn, Washington, right outside Seattle. Um, started his career at the University of Washington, former four-star recruit. Played last year at Arizona State, uh, but now on his third school. Uh, I mean, his pedigree is tremendous. He was one of the top 100 players in his high school class. His uh, physique is unbelievable. Watching him during the spring game, and he just looks like a man amongst boys. So uh, I don't know what the deal is with him transferring a couple times, but if he can fulfill his potential, he's going to be a supreme talent for the uh, the FCS. And the fact is that Taco Dowler is out early on this year, uh, but with Alexander on the inside there, I don't think Montana State has anything to worry about. Number seven defensively is Taden Gray, six foot, one hundred eighty five pound freshman out of Trinity Leadership Academy in Arlington, Texas. I know next to nothing about this young man, uh, and I think just knowing what I do know about the rest of the defensive backs, probably Taden Gray a redshirt, but you never know. But, uh, you know, all I really know is where he's from and uh, that he's an incoming freshman. Lavelle Price Jr., uh, we just went over that. He's uh, a, one of the primary guys at the nickel spot. Derek Snell, a, a 6'2", 240-pound tight end slash fullback, He's an he's a H is what he is. He, he's a H that can play a little bit of Y, but he can play that wing tight end. He can play the inline tight end. He can line up in the backfield. He can line up all over the place. You can put him in motion, and uh, he's just a really really good athlete who's tough as nails. It, you know, Montana State's been so smart to nominate him as a fullback because they do line him up in the backfield a lot. Because he is a first-team All-Big Sky type of talent, and he's, he's, he's because they use him in such a unique fashion, I think he has a hard time making first-team All-League as a tight end, especially because of you know guys like Marshall Martin, who's, you know, Marshall Martin's the best tight end in the country at Sacramento State. So I just think it's smart that, and also uh, cool that Montana State dominates him at fullback because now Snell's going to be a multiple-time first-team All-League guy. And uh, I think that's what he deserves. I mean, I, I think he's a... A borderline NFL guy. I think he's got the build and the explosion and the uh, sort of the overall athleticism. So uh, big things. I expect big things for Derek Snell in his senior year at Montana State. Number nine offensively, quarterback Luke Abshire. He's 6'191 pounds, redshirt freshman out of Central Valley High School in Spokane, Washington. Uh, he, he's pretty good. He's developing. Uh, he, he's going to be behind four other guys definitively. Malat, Sean Chambers, um, Chance Wilson and Jordan Reed. So, uh, but Abshire, I mean, if he keeps coming along, he'll he'll be in a, a position sometime soon, especially with Chambers as a senior and Malad as a junior. Um, but we'll see. He's a good prospect for sure. Simeon Woodard's number nine. Simeon Woodard, excuse me, is number nine. Uh, five ten, hundred seventy one pound junior corner out of San Antonio, Texas. I think he's an underrated player in the league. I think he's one of the better corners in the league. They put him on an island a lot. He's got great coverage ability, great ball skills, and. Uh, He's super, super competitive. So uh, if he ends up on an all-league list this year, I would not be surprised. Number 10 offensively, Sean Chambers, 6'3", 221-pound senior cornerback out of Kerman, uh, California, but a transfer from Wyoming. Chambers was the newcomer of the year in the league last year, despite missing some time with injuries. He was out at the end of the year uh, during Montana State's uh, playoff loss at South Dakota State, and that certainly played a big factor, him not being in there. I think he could have made a difference against the Jackrabbits for sure. But what a unique weapon. I think they use him unbelievably well. I mean, he scored 19 touchdowns last year, so his impact is undeniable. 
you know, Montana State doesn't need a short yardage back because they have a short yardage back in one of their top quarterbacks. So a pretty unique weapon to have. Number 10, Brody Greeby, 6'2", 248-pound junior defensive end out of Melstone, Montana, Class C stand-up. Greeby was really, really good last year, and I don't think his numbers do respect to how good he was. He got held so often last year. This is something we've talked about a lot. I don't really know why it wasn't called more. I mean, Greeby ended last year with three sacks and five tackles for loss. But, I mean, he must have had 30 quarterback hurries. 40? I, I don't even know. He, he was pressuring the passer at a really, really high level. We have so many pictures of him getting held. And, and Montana State just didn't draw holding calls last year. I don't know why that is. I don't want to go down a rabbit hole speculating as to why. But uh, there were some de- pretty definitive numbers about it. But I think the fact that Greeby didn't have Gotti sack numbers and he was still a first-team All-Big Sky selection, I think that shows you the respect that uh, everybody in the league has from him. And I think he has a lot of respect from his teammates, too. I expect him to be uh, one of the leaders of this team and uh, certainly one of the best players in the Big Sky this year. Number 11 defensively, Kenneth Iden the fourth, 6'1", 247-pound sophomore defensive end out of Bozeman, Montana. Uh, this kid's got a lot of burst, man. It's unfair to compare people to Brad Daly, but he's like a poor man's Brad Daly. But I also think he can set the edge. He's a very sophisticated football player. He's got good hands and uh, really good fundamentals. And, uh, if I mean, uh, if he's your, your third defensive end, like Montana State has him as, then you're rolling, man. Like you got some good talent there at the end. And uh, I, ensure to, I think he's going to play a lot of snaps uh, alongside Greeby and Ben Seymour and, and some others as well. So, uh, I didn't certainly uh, develop and come along really good. Uh, former Montana Defensive Player of the Year in high school who's, uh, who's done nothing but uh, live up to it uh, since he's been at Montana State. Number 11, offensively, Elijah Elliott, who's a 5'10", 188-pound running back. He's a junior out of Central Catholic High School in Portland. He started five games last year. He rushed for 726 yards, which is the most among all uh, Bobcat running backs. Only Tommy Mallott and Sean Chambers rushed for more. Elliott had 126 yards against Montana and 156 yards against Eastern Washington. And uh, he's had a good career so far at Montana State. He's been sort of in and out with a variety of di- for a variety of different reasons, but I think he's settled in now, and I think he should be uh, certainly... Uh, a key cog this next year. Number 12 is Devin Davis. He's a 6'1", 195-pound corner out of American Canyon High School in Vallejo, California. He's a sophomore. He's got a great frame. He runs really well. I think he's got good range, and he's smooth as an athlete. Uh, I think he's just got to stay healthy. And if he can stay healthy, then he can, can compete. And if he competes, I think he has a chance to, to be one of, if not the guys there at corner at MSU. So uh, we'll see. Number 12, offensively. Jordan Reed, a 6'6", 214-pound uh, redshirt freshman quarterback. He's coming off of uh, an ACL, but this young man's talented. I wouldn't be surprised if they found some packages for him so he could do some work there and uh, start to get some game time, especially when games are in hand. Uh, he's, he's made some really good throws. He's also made, I mean, he made a bad throw in the, uh, in the spring game, and it resulted in a Blake Stillwell pick six. But uh, growing pains for a freshman, nothing to be... Uh, surprised about so uh, it'll be interesting to see that this kid uh if, if he finds his ceiling he's going to be a, a pretty unique type of quarterback for the big sky conference so we'll see what jordan reed can become number 13 is jackson Harmon. he's got unique size at corner 6'3 201 pounds he's a sophomore out of anchorage alaska he's an i mean he's just in the mix he's in there with miles jackson and devin davis and uh 
Andrew Powderill. So uh, if he takes the next step, I mean, he's got, like I said, he's got rare size. He's the biggest one of those guys he can tackle. Can he cover consistently enough, especially when he's put in man situations, to justify putting him on the field? Number 13 offensively, Chance Wilson, 6'3", 189-pounder, freshman quarterback out of uh, Owasso, Oklahoma, Rejoice Christian High School. Wilson joined the team early, uh, graduated high school early, and joined in January so he could be part of spring ball. And I I know they like his growth. He's got a lot of juice. He's also got a long ways to go in terms of being able to be game ready, but that's nothing to be, you know, that's that's not a surprise as a freshman. But I I love his upside. I love his talent. Number 14, offensively, Taco Dowler, a 5'9", 169-pound wide receiver, sophomore out of Billings West High School, former Montana Gatorade Player of the Year. I heard his shoulder in the spring. He'll be, he has surgery in May, so that's usually a four- to six-month deal. So he'll, he'll be out until, I mean, certainly the first month of the season. Uh, I don't know. I think he's kind of month to month. Maybe back in October, maybe back in November. Uh, we'll see. But uh, a huge weapon when he returns. Made some uh, pretty signature plays last year out of the slot and also had a, a part return for a touchdown and is an All-American as a part returner in the preseason. So certainly a really explosive weapon. 15 offensively and 15 defensively, two guys that will probably redshirt. 15 offensively is quarterback Pat Duchesne, 6'2", 211-pound freshman out of Florence Carlton, Montana. Led Florence to back-to-back Class B state championships these last two years. And a really sophisticated kid for a small school quarterback. Number 15 defensively is Bryce Greeby. It's Brody's little brother. He's a 6'215", pound freshman out of Melstone, Montana. And uh, he's slated as a linebacker. I expect both those guys to redshirt. 16, Michael Armstrong, a safety out of Gallatin High School in Bozeman, six foot, 189 pounds, and a redshirt freshman. He's the son of Brian Armstrong, the former offensive line coach, who's now uh, there at Fresno State. So um, this is a depth guy, guy that's uh, on the roster, on the depth chart, or working his way on the depth chart, um, but solid, stalled standing, and always good to have Bozeman kids on the Montana State roster. Number 16 offensively is wide receiver Zachary Dotson Green. He's 6'1", 182 pounds, out of West Salem High School in Salem, Oregon, redshirt freshman. Another guy's just trying to find his way out of the depth chart. Number 17, Christian Anaye. He's a 6'1", 182-pound redshirt freshman, wide receiver, out of Hamilton High School in Chandler, Arizona. Uh, he's a guy that I think is going to play this year. I think that he's knocking on the door, being in that top six, and I think that uh, given the the attrition that always happens, plus you know, his just uh, his rising talent and how good he is, I think he'll I think he'll be in the mix. He made some great plays during the spring game, and uh, multiple people have talked um, highly of him uh, over these last uh, several months leading up to this season. Taki Ayululia uh, Kepa, Danny's little brother. Uh, he's a six foot, one hundred and sixty seven pound freshman out of Provo, Utah, uh, Tempview, to be specific. Uh, he's going to redshirt almost certainly. Kendrick Bailey, number eighteen, defensively, he'll be in the mix at safety for sure. Probably he and Rylan Ort will get most of the reps there at that strong safety spot. Bailey's a six one, two hundred and six pound junior. Came to Montana State from Sacramento City College before last year, so uh, he's certainly going to be a contributor for sure. And uh, he was pretty good last year. He started, uh, or he played in seven games, excuse me, started against Northern Colorado and Weber State, and uh, had a pretty good year. I expect him to play a lot this year uh, as well. And then number 18, and then we'll take a break here on Bobcats by the Numbers, Grant Walkley. He's a 5'8", 171-pound junior wide receiver 
out of Hermanston, Oregon, uh, but comes to Montana State by way of Utah State. So one of three transfers on the roster. Yalada Alexander from Arizona State, Ty McCullough from Colorado State, and Grant Walkley uh, from Utah State, the three uh, incoming FBS transfers uh, to the Bobcats. There's a lot of things that make Montana great, from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the West. But what really makes this place special is you. Our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things. At Opportunity Bank, our passion is helping folks do just that. Together, we can make a good thing even better. Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC. So number 19 on offense, and again, there's so many duplicate numbers on this. Bobcats by the numbers, presented by Opportunity Bank. Your local bank, your opportunity. Tom Carter's number 19 on offense. We're 37 players in now. We're only to number 19 because there's so many duplicate numbers. So Carter, a six foot, 175-pound freshman out of Helena Capital. He's really talented. Played mostly running back for Capital. Going to play receiver at Montana State. He was the uh, AA player of the year offensively a year ago as Capital went undefeated. And he's one of several guys that got Division I chances uh, out of Capital High School. Austin Beeler. Uh, and Hayden Opitz both going to Montana, and then Talon Marsh, the Gatorade Player of the Year, who we'll get to in just a minute, and Tom Carter, the uh, Western AA Offensive Player of the Year. They're both going to the Cats. So uh, Carter, he's a great athlete. He's got great speed, Great comes from a great lineage. Uh, his sister, Elena Carter, one of the best track athletes going right now uh, at Montana State or in the state of Montana just in general. Uh, their dad, Lee Carter, a longtime track coach and football coach. Lon Carter, the grandfather's longtime uh, track coach there at uh, Hel- the head track coach there at Helena Capital. So certainly a lot of talent there. And uh, I don't know, I think Tom Carter probably will redshirt and take a year or two to develop, but uh, certainly a talented kid. 19 defensively, Neil Daly, 6'3", 227 pounds. He's a sophomore out of Billings West High School. Originally started his career at Missoula Sentinel. Placed in the 200 meters as a sophomore. That's where I first uh, learned about him. And uh, and it was good at West, and now he's he's risen a little bit. He's sort of that fourth guy behind uh, Nolan Askelson, Danny Yu, and uh, Mikado O'Reilly. But Daly and Cole Bullock are the, the two other ones that are fighting their way, trying to fight their way into that uh, linebacker rotation. So uh, good progress so far. Daly's a great athlete and got a great frame. So uh, I think upside and uh, future is bright. Number 20 defensively, Tyson Pottinger. We've talked about him a little bit. Uh, he was the number two guy there at the free safety spot last year, and uh, he's battling with Drew Polidor and Blake Stillwell right now. He's 6'2", 279 pounds, sophomore uh, out of Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. So I think his trajectory is good, and uh, he's going to play a lot in one form or fashion this year, special teams and uh, probably in the free safety rotation. 22 defensively, Takari Carr. He's a six foot, 173-pound redshirt freshman uh, out of Compton, California, Dominguez High School. I think he's a depth guy right now, but uh, certainly a guy that uh, could rise up if, if uh, there was attrition in front of him. Number 22 on offense, Scatray Humphreys, a 5'11", 207-pound true freshman out of Rainier Beach High School in Seattle. Rainier Beach, a basketball powerhouse there in the inner city in Seattle. Uh, Nate Robinson famously went to Rainier Beach. They have some great basketball rivalries within the Emerald City there. I didn't really know much about Rainier Beach football until Scott Trey Humphrey came along, but he's a phenomenal player. He's a Washington Player of the Year. Vegan 
he, Brett, Brett Egan said that the two freshmen he thought could play, as we already mentioned, Andrew Powdrill, who's uh, number one on the roster, and Scott Trey Humphrey. So if uh, Humphrey fights his way in the tailback rotation, don't be surprised. Another guy who's gotten pleasant returns already and a guy that I was really high on when he was in high school is Adam Jones. He's number 23 offensively, 6'192 pound, uh, running back out of Missoula Sentinel. He's a phenomenal athlete. He, he could have played college baseball. Uh, he's an Ivy League caliber type guy in terms of academics. Got offered by Columbia, so he certainly uh, got the brains for it. And uh, a guy that I think is is going to be a late bloomer, but that could contribute pretty early on uh, in his Montana State career. 23 defensively, Aiden Parks, who was a highly regarded recruit out of the Chico, California, Northern California area, Pleasant View High School. He came in as a linebacker. He's undersized for a linebacker, six foot, two hundred nineteen pounds. But he runs well, and uh, he's moved to safety ever uh, since then. So he's been working in at nickel. He's been working in a little bit at strong safety. Uh, he's def- definitely on the three deep. So maybe a guy that uh, that could rise up uh, if he keeps developing. Twenty four, Coulter Petrie. He's a six one hundred eighty four pound true freshman out of Helena High. State champion in the long jump this last year as well. So great athlete. And uh, I think he's got uh, good upside, for sure. Uh, I, I, I'm almost certain he'll redshirt this year. 24, one of our favorites, Lane Sumner. five foot eight, 198-pound senior running back out of Huntley Project, Montana. This guy's got to be averaging... I, I bet you this guy has more 100-yard games per start than almost anybody we've covered at Skyline Sports. The unfortunate part for him is that he always seems to get banged up. But he's had some huge rushing games when he's been the man... I mean, multiple 150, 175-yard outings. So uh, certainly uh, a really, really talented dude. And uh, if he could be healthy for his senior year, that'd be a lot of juice for uh, Montana State, no doubt. 25, Jacob Trimble. He's a freshman wide receiver, six foot, 184 pounds, out of Fort Worth Christian, almost certainly going to be a redshirt candidate. 26, a guy I think has big expectations coming in this year. It's Ryland Ort. He's a Missoula Sentinel product. I think he's certainly the number one guy at strong safety. If they, uh, if if Caden Dowler and Lavelle Price and Aiden Parks can't uh, sew up that nickel spot, Ort could also play there as well. Uh, he's a really versatile guy, six one, uh, two hundred and seven pounds, and he's a junior now. He had the whole issue with the drug test, and then uh, had issues with getting reinstated last year. But coming up, we'll hear from Ryland Ort on the Big Sky Breakdown. Not this episode, but sometime in the next week or two. I interviewed him on Media Day. And uh, he's certainly ready to put all that behind him and uh, and have a full season. I think if he can become a, a legitimate, bona fide, all-league player, that would be huge uh, for Montana State. I think they, I think you got to have elite players at all three levels of your defense. I think Montana State certainly has two elite players up front in Sebastian Valdez and Brody Greeby. And I also think they have some other guys that could be uh, – really good to great up front. I think that uh, Danny Ulalakepa and uh, I think Nolan Askelson and Mikado Riley, all three could be uh, good to great all-conference type linebackers. They need some guys, they need a guy or two or three in the secondary to prove they can be you know, above average, if not all-conference caliber. And I think Ort's probably the front runner for the guys that will become that. Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. Save five cents on every gallon every day at any town pump across Montana. Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs. Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit townpump.com slash rewards to register and start saving. Town.
27 on defense. Brock Steele, he's a 6'1", 203-pound redshirt freshman out of Sheridan, Wyoming. Younger brother, Akoi Steele, defensive back. Uh, again, it's uh, still working his way up. Speaking of brothers, 28, Colson Kuhn. He's Garrett Kuhn's little brother. He'll be a true freshman on this team. He's also from Sheridan, 5'11", 184 pounds. And uh, almost certainly going to be a redshirt this year. As is number 29 defensively, J.J. Dolan, really good player at Missoula Sentinel. The last couple of years, six foot, 174-pound freshman. Uh, I think he's one of those guys that's sort of a natural fit to the nickelback spot in this MSU defense. He played some nickel and some safety there for the Spartans. Uh, also comes from a rich family uh, history in, in the state of Montana, just in football in general. His grandfather, Pat Dolan, was the head coach of Billings Senior for a long time, played for the Grizz. Uh, his great-grandfather, I also believe, played for the Grizz. J.J. Dolan's father, Nate Dolan, also played uh, at Montana. His cousin, Riley Bergeson, a Billings West uh, alum, he plays uh, at the Naval Academy. So a lot of football uh, there in the Dolan family. I think J.J. will redshirt this year for sure. Uh, I shouldn't say for sure, but I, I would be pretty surprised if he didn't. Uh, but I think he's a guy that loves contact. He's tough, loves to stick his nose in there. And I think he could, he could be uh, an intriguing prospect there at uh, MSU. Speaking of guys who I think could be, and if they become this, would be big time for MSU, all-league type players, Danny Yulikepa. I think he's uh, got the pedigree. He was you know the King County Player of the Year in high school. He's got the instincts, the athleticism, 6'1", 220-pound junior. Uh, he produced really well last year, 77 tackles. And uh, I think that if he takes the next step, becomes an all-league type guy, that could be huge for the Bobcat defense. 31, Jace Fitzgerald, 6'1", 221-pound linebacker, sophomore, out of Beaverhead County High School in Dillon. Uh, a depth guy, probably, probably going to fight his way onto the field on special teams. 33, Blake Heal. He's a 6'3", 273-pound senior, former transfer from Tarleton State by way of Huntington Beach, California. Uh, he'll be in the mix for sure. Uh, the, the two starting defensive tackles are Sebastian Valdez and Blake Schmidt, and uh, then Heels right there. He's right behind those two guys. Paul Brott probably in that mix as well. And probably some other guys we're going to get to. But Blake Heels a good player. He's got great motor. Um, and uh, one of the guys that makes the Montana State – uh, defensive line unit, when you say they got depth, the, the reason why is because there's guys like him on the roster. 34, Cole Taylor, quarterback at Great Falls CMR, but he's already listed a linebacker, and that's because he's 6'3", 220. Uh, he's a great athlete. He's a great lifter. He posted a lot of lifting videos on his uh, social medias. And I've been teasing, uh, you know, when you're a 17- and 18-year-old kid and you can bench press 300 pounds or power clean over 300 pounds, if you're 6'3", 220, you're not going to have that much of a chance to play quarterback unless you're like an incredibly elite quarterback when you look like that and you're that strong. Cole Taylor is just a, he's a strapping, huge dude, and I think he could be a great linebacker once he uh, you know makes the transition and uh, stops playing quarterback. Speaking of a guy who did it all in high school, 35, Cade Cutler. He's a redshirt freshman. I guess he's got a gray shirt in there too, I believe. He's out of Phillipsburg, Montana. Played at Flint Creek High School, six foot, two hundred and six pounds, and uh, he did it, he did it all back then uh, for Flint Creek. I know he's had some injuries early in his career. If he could get back healthy, he's got a lot of toughness and uh, he's got a lot of savvy too. I think I think he could be a, a good one someday if he could get back healthy. Thirty six is Luke Smith, six five, two hundred and fifteen pound freshman tight end out of Bozeman High School. Uh, he's going to redshirt, I think, almost certainly. 
38's Casey Kotzman. He's a kicker and punter, 5'11", 198-pound redshirt freshman out of Butte, America. He's going to be in the mix for sure for the place kicking and kickoff duties. Brandon Hall's going to be the punter, I think, almost certainly. Brandon Hall is also pushing Casey Kotzman to, uh, uh, for the place kicking and, and maybe kickoffs too. Probably more kickoffs than place kicking, but Kotzman's certainly in the mix, no doubt. Miles Stanstead is probably in the mix as well. He's a freshman from Alexander, Minnesota. Uh, he's the uh, he's Brent Vegan's nephew. He's Brent Vegan's wife's sister's son from Alexandria, Minnesota. So there's the there's the tie. But he made a, a long field goal in the spring game, so uh, he'll be in the competition as well. Forty Cole Bullock, six five, two hundred twenty five pound junior. He's a transfer from the College of the Canyons. He's battling there with Neil Daly for uh, the right to kind of get into that three-man rotation, along with the next guy, Nolan Askelson, number 41, 6'1", 224-pound senior out of Billing Senior High School, former Class AA uh, Defensive Player of the Year, a guy who's played a ton when he's been healthy, been playing since he was a redshirt freshman, played in multiple systems. He's always been productive uh, when he's in, uh, available and in the game and uh, hoping for a big senior year for him because he's always been great to us, and uh, I think he's a really talented guy. He's got to have the injuries not stand in the way. 42, Ryan Cray. He's a 6'1", 218-pound redshirt freshman out of Great Falls, Montana. Probably a depth guy. 43, Mikado O'Reilly, 6'2", 214, junior out of Bozeman High School. He's a guy that uh, I think that is another guy that has elevated expectations this year for sure. He's, he's certainly going to be in the three-man rotation uh, is he one of the two main guys, or is he the main guy? We'll see. Big shoes to fill, stepping in for his older brother, Callahan, who's now in the XFL, but uh, also a lot of pedigree as well. Uh, all three O'Reilly boys, Peyton O'Reilly also played at Miami of Ohio, so some good good stock there, and uh, certainly uh, football playing family. And uh, internally, they've been high on McKay. They thought he had a great offseason, and I think they expect big things for him this year. 44, Jake Vegan. He's the uh, son of the head coach. He's 6'2", 233, redshirt freshman, went to Gallatin High School, defensive end. Uh, he's looked good in, in spring stuff, but I, I think he's still a depth guy. 45 defensively, Hunter Parsons, 6'3", 240, a sophomore from Sparks, Nevada. If you listen to this uh, podcast, you know I've talked about this kid a lot. He's, he's long and lean. He's really wiry. I think he's got a good burst off the edge. I think he's still figured out the nuances of the defense and his assignments. But just in terms of pure uh, ability and skill, I think he's got a high upside, and I wouldn't be surprised if he was in the mix a little bit this year as well. 46 defensively, Logan Fredrickson. He's a 6'3", 230-pound defensive end, redshirt freshman out of Rigby, Idaho. I think he's a depth guy at this point. Eli Abbey, 6'1", 211-pound sophomore uh, from Laurel, Montana. He's a linebacker now. He could be in the mix sort of with that third string. I don't know if he's going to get into that top five, but he could be in that six, seven, eight conversation right now. Uh, but he was a great player in high school, led the world to the state championship, and uh, his old man has some connections to the program as well. 48's Max Murphy, 6'2", 230-pound redshirt freshman fullback out of Billings West. They recruited him specifically for this spot, so I think that bodes well for his future. He's just going to have a hard time getting on the field right now with uh, what they got, especially with Derek Snell ahead of him. Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. Save five cents on every gallon every day at any Town Pump across Montana. Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs. Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit townpump.com slash rewards to register and start saving. Forty-nine, Zach Wabel, 
He's a 6'2", 214-pound redshirt freshman out of Lake Oswego, Oregon, uh, Lake Ridge High School. Uh, probably battling for a spot on special teams and in the depth. Zach Black is number 50. He's 6'4", 276 pounds, a sophomore out of Rocky Mountain High School. Uh, he's a defensive tackle. Highly, highly recruited guy, and uh, they love him. I think that they think he's a really, really good player. I think that the only reason he hasn't really had a, a chance to truly break out is because he's behind some really good guys. Blake Schmidt and uh, Sebastian Valdez. Paul Brott showed great flashes last year as well. So uh, Zach Black's a guy they're high on, and uh, if he breaks out, don't be surprised by that either. I'll give you some of my breakout, best breakout selections uh, here in little in a little while. 51, Nicholas Corum, 6'2", 270-pound junior defensive tackle. He's out of Central Lakes Junior College, originally from Bismarck, North Dakota. Uh, you bring a guy in there, if you can, just to have some veteran depth for sure. All right, now we're getting to the part where we can roll just a little bit. There's not duplicate numbers and a lot of the offensive line conversation. I mean, they, they want to do their interviews as a unit. They are a unit. And so let's just talk about the unit uh, across the board. Let's just roll through all of them, and then we'll give you exactly where we're at with the depth chart. 54 is Zach Nyland. He's a 6'4", 291-pound freshman out of Meridian, Idaho, Owyhee High School. Uh, he was one of their top recruits coming in, so I think a guy with a lot of hype, but probably going to redshirt because they got so many great offensive linemen in the program. JT Reed, 6'3", 277. He's a junior, uh, former junior college transfer. He was a big-time recruit out of high school, and uh, then went to a JC for a year to get some stuff straightened out, and now uh, a preseason all-big sky selection going into his junior year, one of the best pulling guards uh, in the conference. Cole Sains, a 6'4", 292-pound senior, Originally from Darby, Montana. Went to Riverside Community College after falling out at Montana. So this kid grew up in Hamilton, moved to L.A., went to a prep school, went back to Montana, fell out of favor with the Grizz, went to a junior college, ended up at Montana State. Unfortunately for Cole Sane, he has an injury that's going to cost him this year. So not sure if he's going to take another year next year, but bummer for him because he was certainly going to be one of the five or six top offensive linemen on his team. 57 is Everett Carr, 6'4", 271-pound freshman out of Bozeman High. I think he'll redshirt. Aaron Richards is 58. He's 6'4", 297, a Catholic High School, Catholic, um, a depth guy. If he could get into that third team offensive line, I think that'd be good progress for him. Dominic Salado is a 6'4", 240-pound freshman defensive end. He's got ridiculous numbers in high school, so he can replicate that production at all at the college level. I think that'd be impressive, but I expect him to redshirt. Tommy Nielsen of Missoula Hellgates, number 60, 6'3", 282 pounds, coming off a redshirt year, but still probably a ways away from playing. Bear Old, 6'5", 288, a redshirt freshman out of Tiger, Georgia. Uh, he's a guy that uh, can maybe play as well on that third-team well, offensive third line right now as it sits here today. You never know when the tradition or the attrition, excuse me, the tradition of attrition, I guess I should say, catches up with the offensive line, so you always got to be ready. But Old has some upside for sure. Rush Reimer, one of the best offensive linemen in the country. He's a preseason All-American. He's offensive tackle a year ago, played a lot of guard in the spring, so I think he has tremendous position versatility. I think this guy's NFL good, man. I think, I think he's, he's going to be an NFL, NFL prospect, be an NFL prospect, prospect next, year. next year. So certainly great 
progress by him. Six five three hundred pound junior out of Camas, Washington. Burke Mastel, six four two ninety four. He's out of Red Lodge, Montana. He redshirted last year. Probably gonna be trying to fight his way onto that third unit. Sixty five Justice Perkins, six foot two hundred eighty two pound junior from Bozeman High School. And I think one of the best centers in the Big Sky. Certainly, he was an All League guy a year ago, and I think he's justified in being in that mix again this year, especially at his specific center position. Titan Fleischman, 6'4", 296 pound redshirt freshman. Another guy. Another guy. Pocatello, man. Pocatello, man. Like, if I don't say wants to get better, they can't leave. This guy leave, but then how do you out-recruit Montana State when Montana State's competing for national championships? The reigning Big Sky champions. In your Idaho State. In your Idaho State. Last year, don't I don't know how you go get Fleischman's got huge Fleischman's upside. Fleischman's got huge upside. He's, he's, he's enormous. He's, he's, he's enormous. First of all, he's physically strong. Physically and strong. Put together and put together kids on the. I mean, six four two ninety six. He's coming off an injury. He's coming off an injury. But uh, they love him. But, uh, every time they love him. Every time he's healthy, he seems to battle his way right back into that starting tackle spot. At least in the mix. Or at least in the mix. Uh, so he's certainly, uh, uh, so he's certainly, healthy, uh, if he could be healthy, that'd be a, a, a big boon uh, to MSU's boon already, to MSU's deep, already uh, deep front. Uh, Omar Aizbidion is uh, one of the highest is, uh, rated, rated offensive, offensive linemen in the country. He's 308 pounds. Transfer from the West Point Army Prep School. Army Prep, that is. Originally from Katy, Texas. According to the Pro Football Focus film gradings, he had the highest grade of any offensive guard. He's one of the best players in the in the, uh, in the conference, in the conference yeah, he's, been, yet split he's been split in time because they want to keep these guys, they want to keep these guys they rotate those guys, they rotate those guys, guys so, quite a bit. So uh, uh, he's a good one. Though, he, though. 69 is Jared 69 Perkins. Jared Perkins. He's Justice Perkins. He's Justice brother. Perkins. He's brother. He's switched to defensive tackle after coming in as offensive lineman. He's 6'1", 264. Red freshman out of Bozeman High. I think he's probably still fighting his way up the depth chart. Holden Sampson's probably got some twos this year. Twos this year and could play his way to that top eight. He's a 
candidates for breakout number one breakout player offense is Marcus Weir. is Marcus My number one defensive breakout player candidate is Kenneth Hyde. I think those guys have a chance to be not just good with not just good with the internal conversations and conversations truly good like good enough good like good enough the people around the big guy know the big guy know Then the last offensive lineman, last offensive lineman, Lumen, he's a six three two hundred eighty four freshman out of freshman out of Florence Carlton, and he's going to redshirt. Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. Save five cents on every gallon every day at any Town Pump across Montana. Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs. Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit townpump.com slash rewards to register and start saving. Bobcats by the numbers. Bobcats by the numbers. Presented by Town Pump. Presented by Town Pump. Pump. Town Pump's going to keep us fueled up all, all year long. We're going to be all over the place. We're going to be all over the place. We're going to be in Bozeman, Bozeman week one. St. George and St. Brookings will have teams on the ground in week two. We'll be in both Missoula and Bozeman in week three. Ogden, Utah in week four. We're going to make a trip to Sacramento, California, Moscow, Idaho, times two. Portland, Oregon. And all of it, courtesy of Town Pump. They're going to keep us fueled up all season long. Town Pump. Of the wild by the mile, by the mile on ESPN Radio as well as here as well as on Skyline Sports. Appreciate Town Pump for being such a huge part of our travels around Big Sky Conference country. Number eighty, Montana State, Montana State, Trayton Pickering, six four, two hundred forty six pounds, senior, Sunburst, Montana, Montana, baby, just south of Canada, south. I think this guy's one of the most underrated. I think he's a real deal NFL NFL prospect just because of his intangibles and his intangibles and his size. His grandfather lived in Portland. Aaron's professional played, football uh, for professional a long football time. For a long. So I think he's got the pedigree. So he's, uh, and uh, and uh, he's, he's split time he's, he's in this run-heavy offense, run offense with Derek Snell. With Derek. Uh, but he's been an integral uh, part. He's been an integral part. He's a great in tight end. In terms of a guy that truly lines, lines up right outside, lines up the tackle, right outside the tackle with his hand, with his hand in the dirt. I think he's one of the best in the conference. He's one of the best in the conference. I think he's a great blocker. I think he's tough as nails. He can learn a trick play pretty quick, too, as he proved to as he proved to that touchdown to Derek Snell through an iconic moment, to be sure. Stay tuned. A story about the tight ends. Both Snell and and uh, coming up uh, this week. It's got uh, this week. It's got 81. Tavion Williams. He's a modern Williams. He's a modern brother. 5'10", 169-pound senior. A wide receiver out of Lane College. He's probably a depth guy at this point. Played some corner last spring. So at least he's got that in his skill set. There's just a lot of guys ahead of him. There's just a lot of guys ahead of him. If he found his way to the mix because of attrition, since he's a veteran guy, I wouldn't be surprised. Elijah Reynolds is 82. He's 6'4", 233 pounds. He's a sophomore out of Red Lodge, Montana. They love this kid's out. He's also just kind of buried on that tight end depth chart. Aiden Garrigan is number 85. He's 6,399 pounds. He's a sophomore out of Magnolia, Texas. But has really made his way. He's on the depth chart. He's on the depth chart for sure. For sure. So maybe get used to Aiden Garrigan. He'll catch some passes. He'll catch some passes given his spot in the rotation currently. So cool story. Just a walk story. Number 86. Number 86. Proviance. I think Proviance, that's how you say it. I think it's uh I'll check that uh, with Keaton Glowwood, voice, voice of the Bobcats. I think uh, Hunter will redshirt Hunter this year. Hunter will redshirt this year. 87, Ryan Lonergan, 6'4", 241 tight end out of Bozeman, Montana. Bozeman High School to be specific. Yeah, ton of upside coming out of high school. Jeff Choate. 
Jeff said Cho- he was the, the most he was sort of Mountain West sort of FBS Mountain West caliber FBS guy, caliber in, his guy recruiting class. in his recruiting class. And uh, he's and, also uh, just kind of he's also just kind of been stuck behind a couple great players. More of a like a, um, more a of a like type tight end in body size, body size. But keep going and keep going, keep improving. As an inline blocker, as an inline block, he could play his way to be that third tight end. That could get him on the field. Eighty-eight is Ryan Schlepp. He's another tight end. Another tight end. Montana. He's from Gallatin High School. Gallatin High School. Freshman. Freshman. Two forty-four. Two forty-four. He's coming off a hand injury. He's coming off a hand injury. Spring, so I think he'll spring, probably, so I think he'll probably uh, be a depth guy this, year, depth as guy this well. year as well. Ryder Trujillo, Ryder Trujillo, six four, two hundred forty nine pound, forty nine pound defensive lineman, freshman, freshman out of Los Alamitos, which is a big time high school there in Orange County. Orange County. Uh, he's probably certainly going to redshirt. Certainly going to redshirt. Hunter Charbonneau, Hunter Charbonneau, the defensive tackle out of Fairview, Montana, six two thirty five. He's a freshman. He's pre med. He's pre med. So that might negate his redshirt. I do think he'll be in like that redshirt group where I don't think he's play this year. Although I think this kid. Although Although I, think I think this kid's good. I think he's got great upside. Loved game. him in the Shrine game. Tough. Thought he was tough. And, uh, really and, strong. Uh, so we'll see. But uh, so we'll see. But uh, wouldn't expect him to be in the mix. Expect him to 91, be in the mix. Really 91. Really intriguing guy that actually, actually do expect to be in the mix. It's Zach Cruz. 6'4", 228 pounds. 228 pounds. Freshman out of Missoula. He graduated high school. Graduated high school a couple years ago. And and he's got through this whole saga. Got through this whole saga. We've talked about it a bunch. You can find all that stuff. You can find all that stuff. Don't really want to hash it out now. Basically, basically, he was committed to. He was committed to University of Montana. Yeah, the whole controversy. Yeah, the whole controversy with some racial slurs that he posted on financial app. Financial app. Sort of like social media. And losses opportunity. Losses opportunity with Montana. And then sat out a year. And now he's on the Bobcat football team. This kid was one of the best. This kid was one of the best players in the state of Montana. His junior and senior. His junior and senior. Phenomenal athlete. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Track guy, phenomenal, phenomenal track wrestler, guy, phenomenal wrestler, phenomenal defensive end, and defensive end, and quarterback. And, and I thought he was, I thought he was the X factor, the X factor in uh, Sentinels 2020 state 2020 championship state game championship when, he tight game end. when he was a tight end. And I thought he was the X and factor I he was the, in Sentinels 2020 state title game win, and that was when he was the quarterback. So uh, pretty diverse skill, uh, pretty diverse skill set there. I think he's excellent, excellent, excellent prospect, and could also be a candidate, also be a candidate for breakout player this year. There's a lot of things that make Montana great, from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the West. But what really makes this place special is you. Our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things. At Opportunity Bank, our passion is helping folks do just that. Together, we can make a good thing even better. Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC. 92, 92, Blake Schmidt, 6'2", 
was transferred to MSU from SMU. So he has the unenviable task of taking over for Bryce Layton, who was a highly recruited guy, who decided to step away to get his degree. I think Hall certainly the guy. Hall certainly the guy. I think that he'll push Katzman at kicker, and he might be the front runner for the kickoff special as well. So certainly a key addition. A key addition. Ninety-four. David Alston, six four, two hundred fifty-seven pounds, seven pounds, senior from St. Paul, Minnesota. He's a former Nebraska transfer. He's played, and when he's played, he's played. He's played. He's played. Fine, good. He's not a liability. He's not a liability. Certainly a solid guy. And if you have that guy as one of your backup defensive ends in the Big Sky, that's why you're one of the best defensive ends. Lines, one of the best lines, one of the teams in the big sky. Teams in the big sky. 95, Sebastian Valdez, 6'384-pound junior, junior out of Monta Vista High School, just like Blake Schmidt. Schmidt. How about getting those two guys out of the same high school in San Diego? Pretty good recruiting. Pretty good recruiting. By Jeff Joe there. By Jeff Joe there. And his staff. How about this? Pretty good development by Sean Howard and the like there at MSU now. I think Valdez is one top five NFL prospects in the league. He's a beast. He's a beast. He's incredibly put together. Incredibly physically. Physically. I think he plays with a high motor. He's, he's, he's got high football IQ. IQ. I mean, he throws people around. I mean, he throws he's, people he's, around. He's, I, I would reckon he's one of the strongest, like, football, football, strong guys, football strong guys uh, in the league. I can't say enough about him. I can't say enough about him. I think he's one of the best players in the country. 96 is Paul Brock. 6'3", 283 pounds, sophomore out of Billings West. The third Brock brother that we've covered at Skyline Wilson Brock was a tight end turned tackle. Mitch Brock was an All-American. He started 50 games for MSU. And now Paul Brock now Paul certainly making he's, waves. Uh, he's, uh, he was a great defensive, was a great lineman, defensive lineman at Billings West, at Billings as, West. A end. as an end. And then since then, he's and moved inside. He's, moved he's inside. put on the weight. And, uh, I actually thought he was really good last year. In spot duty. In spot he's got duty. great get-off. He's got great get-off. Strong, good, uh, good punch. Uh, Punch the point of attack. The point tough. of attack. He's tough. And now he's got the mass. Now he's got the mass. I think he's He's a good one. I think he's a really good player. I think he could be a really good player. 98 is Ben Seymour. Ben Seymour. He's a 6'2", 233 pounds senior. Former junior college transfer, but in year three with the Bobcat program. He's a... He's, uh, he's certainly short he's t- compared to a lot of his DN counterparts. His DN counterparts. He's really, really he's athletic. Really, he's really got athletic. great twitch. He's got great twitch. He's uh, got great get off. Uh, got great get off. He's really athletic. He's he really athletic. Well. He bends well. And, uh, and he's just uh, a great player. He's just a great player. I think Seymour is underrated. And I think that he could have a great senior year. If he had high sack numbers, if he was the leading sack guy on Montana it wouldn't shock me at all. I think that a lot of the other guys get a bunch of attention. I think Seymour has great speed and instincts. And I think that if he had... Uh, if he had a good to great amount of sacks this year, that wouldn't surprise me at all. 99, as we come to an end here on Bobcats, by the numbers, he's the Gatorade player of the year this last year out of Helena Capital. 6'1", 247 pounder, and I think he's going to redshirt this year. This kid does not have prototype size, he's a freak. He's a freak. He's so good getting off the ball. He practices it. He works at his craft. He's a tactician. For being such a young guy, he set and reset Helena Capital's record for single season for sacks, single season and, also sacks and, and also is the career leader. The career so he's got a lot of, so he's got a pedigree. Lot of, of pedigree. And uh, I know he was under-recruited. He doesn't have that prototype size, size but, but I think this could be the next sort of diamond in the rough, sort of type, diamond guy. In the rough type guy. Yeah, I think he's got, uh, I think the, he's got the makeup, the, the, mentality, the mentality. And I think he wants and, uh, it back. I think he's got a great skill set coming into Montana Bobcats by the numbers presented. By Blackfoot Communications. Visit goldblackfoot.com. Town pump. Keeping us fueled up all season long. 
all season long. Tune in to Nuwana's now. Tune in to Nuwana's now. Each Wednesday for your chance to win 50 bucks from Town Pump. Brawl the Wild by the Mile. Back for another year. And presented by Opportunity Bank. Your local bank. Your opportunity. More. Podcast stuff coming Podcast up. Stuff coming up. Got, a got a quiz by the numbers coming up. Got the numbers coming up. Beginning of our uh, beginning of who covers the who big covers sky the series. Big sky We're going to catch up with various beat writers, writers and TV personalities and, and uh, prognosticators, uh, prognosticators all across the big sky coverage. So a bunch of podcasts. So a bunch of podcasts content coming up. Content coming up. Please rate, review, subscribe, review, subscribe. Big sky breakdown. Always on all your various podcast platforms as well as at SkylineSportsMT.com. Every day, every season. Thanks for listening. For unquestionably committed coverage of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics from a homegrown local source, you can count on Skyline Sports. The grassroots news-gathering organization is owned and operated by Coulter and Brooks Nuanas, a pair of Missoula natives and University of Montana graduates. For the best sports journalism in the state, you can choose to buy local when you choose to buy Skyline Sports. For $8 a month or $90 a year, you can get the best coverage available at SkylineSportsMT.com. Skyline Sports, every day, every season.